Blog Talk Radio. Hello, guys and dolls. I want to thank you all so much for tuning into the Yvonne Latrell's podcast. Here with me, as always, is my co-hosts, SC and Fax. I'm trying to let them in right now. Hi, guys. Can you hear me? Hello. Yeah, can y'all hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. I couldn't hear you a minute ago. Oh, did y'all hear me when I said uh, hello, guys and dolls? Yeah, I can hear that. Oh, okay. Uh, Oh, okay. Uh, Fax, can you hear us? Oh, yeah, his call, uh, yeah, the uh yeah, his call had dropped. Okay. Well, how's your day been? Um <laughs> my day we'll was wait for facts to get in. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he yeah, he, he, hey, he's back in. What's up? Hi. Yeah. It like went, hey, it was like muted or something. I couldn't it like let me into the show and then it was quiet. <laughs> Heard nothing. Yeah, that was the same. So. That happened to me too. It was okay. quiet. Hmm. Like you know, Yvonne didn't want us on tonight. That is a, a <laughs> lie. That is a lie. But um, guys, uh, just tell me what what y'all think. I'm just about to tell y'all something. Um, so I was on the phone with um, <laughs> one of my exes. I'm um, me and two of my exes are good. So one of the exes want to come on the show. So, uh, Ooh, yeah, we want to ask some questions. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, okay, but I'm not finished. So, okay, okay. now, okay, now the topic. Uh, um, okay, so I don't want to talk about this topic right now. But I did have a abortion. So, and but I told him I was like, well, I uh, already talked about that, but he wants to be on the show with me while we discuss it. And he is, you know, I felt, you know, I do feel like he put me in that situation. So I mean, I don't know how he feel about me just, say, you know, saying this right now after me and him just had this discussion. But you know, it was, you know, a situation that I did not ask to be in. So, um. I just want to share that with you guys that, you know, he said that he wants to come on and discuss that. He he said he feel like the situation may be able to help um, other people that may be struggling with the, you know, that situation or whatever. It was really a, a tough uh, situation for me, you know, after being in that. It was just really, really difficult. Like, that was probably like one of the most uh, hardest times that I've ever had. So, and, you know, I'm definitely over it now, but yeah, so uh, he did say that he wanted to come on the show, I guess, and just discuss that. So, uh, yeah, so that's it. So I did tell him that I would be getting back with him and, um, you know, he know that I, he know about y'all, of course. So, 
He and yeah, he said it didn't uh, matter uh, if you you know if y'all was uh, there um, or not. Because I'm like, or, well, I asked him. I'm like, well, are you gonna feel comfortable with uh, my co-host on there? So he said, yeah. 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 So. Yeah. That's, okay. that's a that's a touchy situation. Right. Know? It really and is. I understand it from both points. Right. And I I regretted it. You know, I regretted it. And like I said, I was um, like kind of put in that situation. Like uh, I was not, uh, I didn't willingly have sex. So, you know, I might as well just tell the whole truth, you know. So, and I did, like I said, I did a podcast on that before, but, um, but yeah, so I did not willingly have sex. So that's why I'm saying I was put in that situation. And then I end up regretting that, uh, I just regretted everything, just like everything. I didn't, I didn't want the baby, but I didn't want to get pregnant. I wasn't trying to get pregnant. I didn't want to have sex, and um, I, um, I don't know if I uh, talked to you about it uh, before, SC, but um, I went to the pastor. I went to church because, like you know, I know it's wrong. I don't care what anybody say. You know, I mean, everybody have you know their own choice, you know, to do what they want to do. But I do. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it, it's a life, you know, regardless of your choice, it's still a life. And um, I went to church and I told uh, um, my pastor at the time, I'm like, I'm pregnant and I know it's wrong to have an abortion and I don't want this baby. Like, I wanted him to, like, pray some type of miracle that can just, you know, make me change my mind. Um, yeah. So... You know, it was really a tough decision, especially for me to just go to the pastor and just openly tell him, like, I'm pregnant and I don't want this baby. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, so. Um, but, yeah, so in other news, uh, guys, y'all can take over and change the topic. Yeah. That, well, that, that definitely yep. is going to fall into our topic for tonight. You know, what do you do when you're back against the wall? You know how do you how do you handle a situation? You know, right. but we can you know we can go over to to the news real quick, and then we can get into tonight's discussion because I think that's that um I had a, a conversation with a friend of mine earlier, you know, mm-hmm. and I don't know if she's listening in, but I told her to listen in or whatever, you know, and this is what brought me to the conversation of you know what do you do when your back is against the wall? You know, it's the hard right. subject. And it's a hard decision that a lot of people have to make. You know, you got to, you know, if, if, if y'all want, we could go right into it or we could talk about the news, you know, because um, I, um, you know me, I can, <laughs> I'll go off on a tangent with a subject, you know, but if y'all want, we can go into the news or we can just go right I mean, into the subject. I mean, tonight. we could... We always discuss our like uh current events, like if anything that y'all wanna talk about. Well, I know I know there was a big thing and I don't know if it's a, a conspiracy or whatever, you know, but I'm just so tired of fake news, you know, regardless of what it is or whatever. But they had this thing about Rock Johnson and a couple of other um WWE wrestling, um caught up in some child trafficking or something and then they're showing these skits that Rock talked about. He was um he he was a mad scientist. He created a a rape robot or something like that. 
and and it's yeah, like, I think it was um, like a molesting robot, is what he called it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. The child molest. Yeah, I don't even know if we can even say yeah. that, bro. But that's um, yeah, that's uh, yeah. Sorry, that's disgusting. But keep going, bro. But yeah, and and that's the thing. So this is this is my thing, though. You you know, you don't know what to believe anymore because the technology now they could put all a bunch of shit together, and it can make it sound like he said it and he didn't even say it. You understand what I'm saying? So it's like yeah. You know, it's hard to believe certain things now. You know, I start to the I start to listen with my eyes now. I don't listen with my ears anymore because people just sell you a dream. But I listen with my eyes very closely. You know, and I pay attention and be like, all right, this is what this is. You know, I says, but you know, it's just crazy to me. You know, it's it's just crazy to me. You know, they um. They just come up with all these little tangents of this celebrity died, that celebrity died, you know. Um, and then you got to go into Google to make sure before you even say anything now. You <laughs> right. know, where before you read the mail, you you read it, you was like, oh, okay, it really happened. Now it's like, yo, Fox 5 news all the time, you know. So it's just crazy, man. I just, you know, and that's what... We was talking about last night on the show, you know, we were saying about how with the, the fake news, you know, they, I think they need to put something in the place, put, you know, some type of law in the in the place. And some of these, these um, like Facebook, these social media sites, they need to, you know, cut people's accounts, put them in, they put them in Facebook jail for stupid stuff. You know, and a lot of times they're in Facebook jail for telling the truth. But nobody's in Facebook jail for telling a lie. You understand what I'm saying? It doesn't make sense. Everything is not adding up no more, you know? Like, uh, look at old boy from the the the, the, the news. Um, he got fired for telling the truth. Oh. You understand what I'm saying? It's like, yo, wow. Um, what was the two guys that they just got fired? One got, got oh. fired for lying and the other one. Got fired for telling the truth, you know. Wait, who the it's guy? Like, Don Levin. The guy from yeah, CNN. Yeah, yeah, one of them. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I think it was him. Yeah, you know. And it's like, where do we draw the line at? You know, I've never, I've never seen this in in the history of my life that you get in more trouble for telling the truth than you do telling a lie. You know, it's like it's almost expected for you to lie about something. It's almost, it's, it's acceptable. This culture is accepting of a lie. You know, like all of these people, you're giving them, you're giving them um, credit. Like, oh, he's an icon. This dude has been out for a certain amount of time, and you consider him an icon. I don't, I don't think that this generation knows the time that you have to put into something. You know? So, but, what's, what, what do you think about that, Flash? I, you know... You know, me and you have some some real good deep conversations, man. <laughs> now we do. Yeah, uh, I'm with you on that. Um, and it's funny that you said that you don't believe what you no, you listen with your eyes. I was thinking about that today, actually. How uh, I don't believe anything that I'm told, almost yeah. by anybody, for the most part. Um, and I only believe half of what I see. I mean, if that, I just uh. It's just hard for me to 
I'm with you on that, man. Like, 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 you know, there's so many people in so many situations where they say one thing and then they they do something completely different. I mean, you could break it down into something very simple, like a relationship. They're like, Oh, but I love you, but I love you. And then they're out, you know, fucking every, you know, every dude on the corner or whatever, uh, or however you want to word it, you know, they, they say yeah. one thing and do something else. And that's, that can, you can put that in any situation, but the, as far as the fake news is concerned, there's no way that they're going to make some law that like outlaws fake news back in like the forties, late forties, early fifties or something. Um, there was something called Operation Mockingbird, and it's basically how every news outlet and media um, platform had the CIA was put into it. It's it's all CIA run, CIA propaganda. It's um, it is declassified now, but I mean the CIA runs what we see. That's why everything, if everything seems like an agenda, it's whatever propaganda is being pushed by, I guess the government. I mean that's. Whatever the agenda is, whatever the story is, whatever the plot is, whatever the fuck they want to do, it's it's all government run. That this look up Operation Mockingbird. Um, I think it happened started like right after World War II. Um, but that's that's what it was. It was a mass media like, hey, let's implant whatever, however we want our whatever we want our citizens to see. The CIA is in, and to this day, they're still in every. Uh, Every media outlet. So, if everything seems yeah. staged, there's a huge part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Mhm. Yep. No, we're going to hell with gasoline drawers on, man. This whole world. <laughs> you know, we got to purr, yo, for yeah. real, man. Like, you know, I say that's a joke, yeah. but it's it's serious. You know, yeah. that was like the 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 you know just and something else in the news. You know, um, that was actually that took place in the news was that Texas man that uh, went next door to this neighbor's house and he killed five of his neighbors, including the eight-year-old. You know, he they told him it was late at night or something, and they told him to stop shooting in his backyard. They were trying to sleep. And this guy said, all right. So he went to the house and, and started shooting them. So it's like, damn. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just, I don't know, man, this this world is just it's something else, man. You can't, you like you said, you can't believe half of the stuff you hear, you know. You can't really, you know, trust anything, but the stuff that you see, too, it's like, damn, is this real? Are we in a real, you know, is this real? You know, are we in some type of, of, of capsule and we're being monitored and they just, experimenting with us, you know, just to see how we're going to react to it, you know? Yeah, like the Matrix. Exactly. And then then not believing what you, I'm sorry, man, not believing what you, uh, you know, like everything seems fake to some degree. Uh, And then the people that you do listen to, if you do listen to people, they're just carbon copies of what they hear most of the time. It's like talking... It's almost like you're talking to just copies of the same fucking person because they all say the same things now, the same um, whatever like lines is – whatever lines people are using today, they all say the same fucking thing, and they all think the same thing. They all eat the same thing. They all wear the same thing. They all like – and we're just like in this little weird cycle, you know, having 
like, like I know we talked about it a few podcasts before. It's like talking to a wall. Once once they get past the three things that they have heard, the three uh, lines of thought process that they've heard from somebody else that they just repeat because they have no like self-awareness, no independent thought whatsoever. Um, they just like give up or shut down or just, uh, you know, they're like, well, why do you want to think about that? Fuck that. Let's party or whatever the fuck. Let's get drunk, man. Let's do coke. <laughs> whatever, you yeah. know, whatever they do, it's a weird, uh, it's just really weird to be around, man. You know, people are, it just seems like there's no depth to anybody uh, in, in a large, um, you just don't see much depth, man. You really don't. Um, it's, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a fucking weird thing. They call them NPCs and non-player characters. You know, like you play a video game and you have all these little, all the extra characters. You're the main character, but you can walk up to other characters and talk to them, and they have like a few lines they can tell you. And then after yeah. that, it's like, you know, that's that's I think what a majority of people are like these days. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. It's. You know, what do you do? You know, where do we put these things into play? Where, you know, how do we control it? You know, we can't. It seems like you know, the government's going to do everything in their power to keep us in their power and under their control or under their thought process. So we just do enough to think this way. You know, we know there's a group that thinks this way, but the other groups don't think this way. You know, so, you know. How about the... um? The seventh grader that uh, I don't remember where it was at, but um, his school bus driver, he had some type of medical emergency while he was driving a bus, and he had to um, take the wheel. Yeah, and I see that. It seems like that's happened a couple of times within the past few years, you know. It's like, you know, I guess these kids, why they parent? Well, you know what? It could be, too. They're always home playing video games, so they know how to drive these cars and shit. You know, so, you know, kudos for him, you know, on saving his his uh, fellow classmates and other students and, uh, you know, so. But um, you got anything? Um, oh, so I got to ask a question. Mm-hmm. What is this story <laughs> I'm hearing? Y'all have... <laughs> So you know, you know, I used to do the snake thing or whatever, right? Y'all, y'all seen my thing on Facebook? You know what I'm saying? I miss my kids, and I had the pictures of my snakes and all that stuff up. So mm-hmm. I have, y'all have a um, a bull, a bull python, a bull constrictor um, infestation in Florida, or am I just hearing things? Or is this some more fake news? I know y'all got iguanas. I know y'all got a lot of big iguanas out there, but uh, y'all have the, the the pythons, or you you don't know, Yvonne? Was that news oh. to you? Yeah, I definitely. I know y'all know. got alligators like hell too. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I, I might yeah. have to make a trip because <laughs> I was like, I miss my kids. You know, that was a little nice little hobby I had. You know, it kept me grounded. You know, it's it's amazing how an animal. You know, even when I was in the hospital, we had a um, a dog come to our room whose name was Pistachio. He was a um, a chocolate lab, 
or retriever. I can't remember what it was. Was he a lab? Ah, whatever. But he would come to the room, and, and you know, it was crazy how excited, you know, he 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 made the move, you know, even being in a situation like that. And I can remember when I had my snakes, it was it was therapeutic, just spending time with them, you know, cleaning up after them, you know, even though it took about eight hours a, a weekend, you know, every other weekend I would clean them up, you know, and I had the rats too that I was breeding because I had to feed them. You know, because that bill every week would have been about $500 for the amount of uh, snakes I had. So I started breeding them, you know, and them rats breed pretty quick. Every 21 days, you got a litter. And if you ain't feeding them off, boy, you're going to have some grown rats. And they're going to be having more babies, you know. But yeah i just wanted to know because i was like yeah i'm gonna have to make me a kit down there grab me a couple of pillowcases go old school put them in a pillowcase bring them back home you know set them up what the iguana no the snakes oh okay the bulk the um the snakes oh okay i thought you said something about iguanas also mm-hmm. no yeah, 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 I did. I did say that. But I don't, okay. I don't really mess with the iguanas too tough. The iguanas, okay. them mugs can be nasty. Even though this, the the ball pythons and the ball can be nasty too. But, you know, the iguanas hit you with that tail or, you know, dig into you and try to, you know, at least with a snake, he bites and he wraps you, and that's about it, you know. But the iguanas be trying to do extra. They bite you, hit you with the tail, scratch you, you know. They yeah, like two things at one yeah. time, you know. So, but you know, but um, you know, let's you know if anybody else got anything that they wanted to talk about as far as the news. <clears throat> no. Yeah, not really. Um, I'm I'm kind of uh tapped on my current events uh, I know that we're we got a good topic tonight um, and you know we got a bunch of people waiting to to get into the show so uh, maybe at the end if we have time if we have you know we, we may let somebody in uh, maybe a couple people in here and there towards the end of the show but um, we got a bunch of people waiting to to try to get in so uh, we're gonna try to stick the topic as best we can and uh, go from there um, I do just want to say real quick um, about yesterday uh, topic when, well, I mean, it wasn't yesterday's topic, but when we were talking about the George Foreman grill, um, and I didn't know that George Foreman was a boxer. I'm just constantly <laughs> embarrassing myself. <laughs> I forgot about um, uh, Muhammad Ali. Muhammad I forgot Ali. That- yeah, because Free is always on this show. She's um, on here now, but she doesn't like to uh, say anything. But, yeah, so she was like, even she knew. And she she, she doesn't know a lot either, but she was like, uh, even uh, even I knew that George Foreman was a boxer. Then she said Muhammad Ali because I was like, yeah, and Tyson. But I'm like, oh, my gosh, I forgot about Muhammad Ali. But, okay, yeah, enough embarrassment. So, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> And take over. Uh, so <laughs> we needed that little laugh because we're going to touch on something that's a little, you know, it, it's going to pull out a couple of heartstrings, you know, and it might put you in a situation of what did you do, you know. Um, 
So I'm gonna I'm gonna share something with everybody. Um, 2019, I was involved. August 10th, 2019, I was involved in a motor vehicle accident, and um, I went under a Mack truck. It broke both my knees, broke my hip, and perforated my intestines. I had to have emergency surgery. I was uh, I was in the hospital for 106 days. I wound up in ICU seven times. Um, it was just it was horrific, you know. The pain they induced me into a coma for a couple of days because of the pain and everything. And um, Fax was there, you know. He was he was at my house, you know, taking me to doctor's appointments and everything. And um, it was. It was a rough, the roughest time of my life because I was always the go-to person. I was always the person that if you needed something, go to me. If you wanted something, go to me. So I didn't really, I didn't know how to go to anybody, you know. And facts, being a good friend, he was there, you know. He was there when the doctors told me that um, I would never walk again. He was like, oh, you're going to be in a wheelchair for the rest of your life, this time the third. I proved him wrong. Um, he was there when one of the doctors said, oh, we're going to have to amputate your left leg or whatever. Not happening. <laughs> and um, I gave up. A couple of times I gave up because my back was against the wall. I didn't know what to do. I never was put in a situation to be weak, so I didn't know how to be weak. I've always been strong, so it was it was it was a little hard for me to adjust and say, you know, this is my time to lean on God. Now I'm not preaching. I want everybody to be like, oh, it's going to turn into a sermon or anything like that. You know, you're going to believe in what you believe, and I'm going to believe in what I believe. You know, and then right. there was a couple of times that I told. Some of them, you know, just let me die. Just leave me alone. Just let me die. You know, um, I stopped breathing at the the scene. They brought me back. They called my family, told them I was deceased. So my family gets to the hospital. They're expecting to identify my body, and I was okay. You know, they they was directing me into surgery, and they talking to me and said, "Listen," and they said, "You're not gonna um probably not gonna see the next seventy two hours." You know, and I was cool with it, you know, because I was at the beginning stages of it. So I was like, hey, whatever, you know. And But as the time went on, it started messing with me mentally. It broke me mentally, physically, and spiritually. And I had to wind up building all of that back. But I didn't know where to start, you know. And a lot of people tonight might feel that way as well. Where do I start? Start where you're at. Start exactly where you're at. God knows you. He knows you. He knows what you're going through. He knows exactly what you're going through, and he knows what you need. He just needs you to talk to him. I kept waking up in the middle of the night, every morning, 2, 3, 4 in the morning, like clockwork, like clockwork, like clockwork. And I'm like, why am I waking up like this? And I thought about it. I said, maybe God wants me to talk to him. You know, maybe I need to stop leaning on my on everybody else and lean on him, you know? 
Yeah. You don't mind helping us out, you know? And I had to I had to realize that. You know, but getting to that point was the hardest place. It was the hardest part of it, rather, you know. I didn't know how to get to that point. So then I thought about it. I said, the best way to get to that point is start where you're at. You don't know where to begin, start where you're at. That's a good start, right where you're at. He knows what you're going through. He knows what you need. You know, you know, you don't have to tell him your story. <laughs> he already, you know, he already knows your story. You know, and and I'm talking to a specific friend that's out there right now, and I talked to her earlier. I told her, I said, just continue doing what you're doing. He hears you. He knows, you know. And I told her, I said, hey, let's talk about it tonight on the show. Maybe she might want to chime in and speak or whatever, you know, and, like, fact that we might have enough time to speak to a couple of people and then possibly – Tell us, like, what did they do to get their back again off the wall, you know, because we've all been there. Nobody that's walking this earth can't say that they've never had a situation where their back was against the wall. It might have been their grant. It might have been their car. It might have been their job. It might have been dealing with their kids. It might be a court case. It's a whole bunch of stuff that can put your back against the wall, and you can feel like, damn, is this, this is it, you know, but it's not. You just got to keep fighting. You just got to push a little further. And I said that to myself. I said, listen, I've always been on the mountaintop. Now I'm in the valley, and I'm looking up at the mountain, but now I'm climbing that mountain. And one day I'll be on the top of that mountain again. You know, I'm doing little things like going to the gym more. I'm going to jujitsu more, you know. I, I still don't have full use. I can walk with the help of a cane, but sometimes I do, I do free walk without the cane. You know, but when I get on the ground, it's a fair game, you know, because you got your leg lever, you know. So it, it helped me build up a different way, and I'm built up in another way. Um, I learned I was always strong, so I didn't know how to be weak. Now that I'm weak, I'm learning how to be strong again, but I'm learning how to be strong a different way. You know how they say that a warrior is always in a garden when there's no war? But when there's war, you'd rather have a warrior than a gardener in that war because they don't understand it, you know. So that's where I was at. And now that I'm in the place that I'm at, I'm glad I am, you know. But I'm just telling anybody that's in that situation right now, you know, it could be worse. You could be talking to somebody tomorrow that could tell you a story much worse than yours. You know, I thought about it. I said, shoot, I got somebody that's fighting with my position. You know, there was somebody that was in my position August 19th that made it into a victory, made it into a win. All I have to do is just keep pushing and get there. Now there's somebody four, almost four years later, somebody's in my position that I was in four years ago. He's trying to get to this spot. And in four years, I'll be further past this spot, you know. And, and, it, and it's like life leaves a vacancy for it to be filled again at another time. So nothing new is under the sun. So whatever you're going through, somebody went through it before you. You understand what I'm saying? And you just got to realize, okay, how did this person make this or turn this into a victory? Because I know it's possible. Because it's happened before. What do I have to do? What do I have to do? You know, God gives gives everybody a toolbox. 
everybody's given the same toolbox when you're born. Some of us will go in that toolbox more than others. And I had to go into my toolbox a little more than everybody else. But that don't mean that Yvonne ain't going through something dramatic in her life. That doesn't mean facts ain't going something through dramatic in his, in his life. You know, it doesn't mean that Free's not going through something in her life that's dramatic or whatever. You know, each of us have our own situation that we our back is against the wall. And we just got to get out of it. We just got to learn how to fight out of it. And like I said, you got to start from where you're at. You can't go back to the beginning because that's what started everything. And you can't go to the end because you're still in it, you know? So, and you, you know, I'm I'm going I'm to stop talking because, you know, I, I have a tendency to keep going on about something, you know. So, you know, maybe... Um, Maybe we can, you know, Yvonne, how about we let one or two in and maybe somebody can share something with us or just even, you know, just say, hey, give us some advice as far as their back being against the wall. Well, uh, Fax, did you want to say anything about the topic? Uh, that Any advice? No, I mean I was I was just listening to to SC there. Um, if SC wants to let somebody in, I mean that's that's cool with me. Uh, it, it would be you know relatively briefly. I think you know we can't you know there will be multiple people probably that want to come in, so we can't have one person come in and, and talk for a half hour. You know, but um, but I'm cool with that. Hearing you know if somebody wants to share their story, I'm I'm definitely cool with it. <clears throat> Um. Oh, wow, I didn't know that there was that many people there. <laughs> okay, maybe we might not. <laughs> yeah. All right, so this is what we do. Um, Hold on. Yeah. You. Okay. What about that? Uh, is that? Hold on. They said they was on this one. Okay. Well, all right. Well, you know, I can I can go on. It's, I'm. I apologize. You know, well, I didn't I realize. Think? Are you gonna let? Let's uh. Are you there? I think it went. Y'all gotta, y'all gotta bear with us. We're trying something new. We did something new to the, uh, to the podcast. <laughs> we still try to work out the, the clicks and the clacks. Did it? It cut you out, didn't it? Okay. All right. Well, all right. Well, hold on. All right. Well, all right, guys and girls, we apologize. Like I said, we're trying something new. We, we hooked up something new to the system, and um, we're still working out the the 
the hardware to it. <laughs> but, you know, um, life is going to be rough. Life is never going to be easy, you know. God never promised anybody anything easy, you know. Everything that you get, you going to have to work for it, you know. Nobody becomes a millionaire overnight without some hard work. You know, and then you get some that slip through the cracks and the crevices, you know, but that's far and few in between, you know. So sometimes you got to put in that work, and you cannot cheat the process. You cannot cheat the process. The process knows how much time you put into it before you get to where you're getting or what you need out of the process, you know. Um, it's it's uh, – Sometimes it's a, it's a long game, you know. Sometimes you can't play the short game with the process or your back being against the wall. It might take months. It might take years. But eventually something else will take its place. You know, you can't expect that um, – you can't expect for life to just give you everything, you know. It, it has to be fair, you know. It has to even out. The universe has to even itself out. It has to be fair to everybody and and give people what is due. And some people get stuff that they're not, you know, due of, you know, but it's life. You know, I just, I just hope that some of us go, you know, because we even talked about this last night on the, um, the podcast. We were talking about the teen suicide, you know, these kids – are getting in rough places and they feel like there's nothing that they can do. You know, suicide is a, a permanent solution for a temporary problem. That's what it is. And that's not to say that I've never been there. That's not to say that, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, that's a weak decision or whatever, but some people don't understand how much pain a person is in, you know, and it's, it's a difference between having enough and giving up. When you've had enough, it's totally different than just giving up. It's like, yo, what do I do from here? There's nothing else. I feel like everything is going against me. Nothing's going to go right. You know, life is just, just beating me up, you know? And we get so caught up in me, 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 we don't look at the person across the street that's probably don't have lights, probably don't have food in their house, probably have a whole family that they can't provide for. Or a mother that's, you know, she's got to leave some of her kids, the little ones to watch the old, the older ones to watch the little kids so that she can go to work, you know. So a lot of times we deal with our back being against the wall and we feel like there's no way out and we just got to figure out how to get out of that, that situation. How do we get out of our back being against the wall? Um, I would say, you know, I would say, uh, uh, to pray, um, everybody don't believe in prayer. So for the people who don't believe in prayer, I have no idea what to tell you, but for the people that do believe, um, in God and prayer, I would definitely say to pray when your back is against the wall, because, Anytime I have ever been in a situation, prayer is the only thing, the only thing that got me out of all of my dark holes. 
any bad situation. Um, That's the, you know, that's my advice would just to be pray, you know, just to pray um, and just keep on trying. But yeah, definitely prayer. Yeah. It's so What's much. the worst that can happen, though? You know. What do you mean? If you, if you don't believe in God, when I said, when like when you said, if the people that don't believe in God, what's the worst that I can have happen? No if idea. you do, you know, it's it's there's nothing worse than you know. I I I tell this to people, you know, and it's not me trying to preach and tell you that you should believe in God, but this gives somebody hope of that there's possibly a God, right? Most people that don't believe in God because they say they don't believe in something they don't see, right? They say, I can't believe in something I don't see. You don't see your ear, but you're breathing. You don't see that electricity in that wall over there, but you don't stick <laughs> your tongue on that damn wall socket because right. you believe that there's electricity in that wall. You understand what I'm saying? So sometimes you got you to gotta go off of, off, off, of, um, off of faith and not always by sight. And they say that you need to walk by faith and not by sight. And that's for a reason. It's telling you, hey, listen, you might not see God, but he's there. He's prevalent. You can't tell me, you know, and then, you know, people that believe other things, I'm not knocking you for believing what you believe in, but you can't tell me that as complex as our body is, that there is nobody responsible for that. We have things that happen in our body that can rejuvenate itself after time, after healing. And I'm proof of that. My legs couldn't work for almost two two years. I was stuck in that wheelchair. Then I got to the walker. Then I got to crutches. Then I'm knowing this cane now. You know, so, you know, it took time. The body had to heal. You know, my body had to heal. And now I'm going through the process and I'm respecting the process. And I'm understanding that there's a process. You know, and I think that's where a lot of people get 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 caught up in. They want the process to be over when they want it to be over. You didn't do enough time in the process. You didn't give the process enough time for it to be over for you. You know, you have to let it happen, you know. And I know that's, that's easier said than done because I'm not going through your problem. Not, my back is not on, against the wall like your back is, you know. I, you could have just gave your family your last meal and you didn't have no more money to your name. How are you going to feed your family? I get it. I get it. I understand it, you know. But you got to continue. Don't stop. You got that far. You know, I tell people, God didn't bring you this far to just bring you this far. You got to go a little further. You got to push a little harder. You know, you, you, you got to get tough with the times. Times get tough. You got to get tough with them. You know, it's it's just you know, and I'm and I'm going to be redundant about that about the process. You got to respect that process. You know, it, it's not going to last forever. It might seem like it does, but it won't. Something else will take its place. Blessed and unstoppable. That's how I feel. I am I'm blessed and unstoppable. I can't let anything stop me. Nothing will stop me. I refuse to let anything stop me. I refuse to let this be what defines the rest of my life, this situation. I got a whole bunch more to go because four years ago, I could have been out the picture forever, but I'm not. I'm still here. Sometimes, and is that, know, is that the worst? Yeah, is that the worst situation that you've been in? 
oh yeah, by far. But that was the worst. Yeah, by far, that was the worst. I couldn't, um, I couldn't think. My thought process was off. My emotions was mixed up. I, um, yo, so listen to this. This is the craziest story. Mm-hmm. So within that time, my kids were various ages. Um, my youngest son, well, my oldest was 23, 24. My, 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 not my youngest son, but my younger son was about 16, 17. My daughter was about 19. My other daughter was about 16, something like that. I, mm-hmm. I know the numbers are mixed up, but the point that I'm making is they never seen their dad cry until this accident. My sister wow. was 30-something years old, 34 years old, and that was the first time she seen her big brother cry. I never showed emotion. This was the first time I had to expose myself and expose that I had an emotion. I was hurt, and I didn't know how to deal with it. Right. I was mentally hurt. Like, and, 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 and I think I got to a point where I started questioning God, like, why would you do this to me? You know, and then I got out of it and said, and then I, when I got out of it, it was like, why not you? Because if you had to pick somebody else to do this mission, who would you pick? And if you did pick somebody, how messed up of an individual would you be? Yeah. You know? So, you know, sometimes sometimes the blessing is inside of the process that you're going through. Wow. Oh, my God. right inside of that. And some right. people don't understand it. And sometimes, you know what's crazy, too, about blessings? And I realize it. Sometimes God won't give you a blessing because there's somebody still in your life that will benefit from that blessing. He don't want them to benefit like you do. Well, well, you preaching. That is true. No, no, nah, nah, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> you know, but I had to realize that. You know, I had to realize that, you know. Sometimes you gotta let some things go. Some some people, and, some places, some ideas, thought process, you know. But yeah. Yeah, and no, um, yeah, um it's something that I mean, it's uh crazy that you said that because um I seen something like that on Twitter. Uh I don't know if it was Steve Harvey page or whatever, but uh they said sometimes the blessing is in the betrayal so like you know somebody uh betray you or whatever it's a blessing mm-hmm. you know always look for the um you know you can't always look at the the negative um of things that happen because it's not going to always storm forever you know they always say rainy days don't last forever not like rainy days but um but yeah the storm is definitely not going to last forever to anyone out there that's going through anything, I say God first, and you you're can have. Iman, Iman, yeah. Can you up. hear me? Yeah. Am I, I still breaking up? You people using? No, not anymore. Okay. No, that's that's better. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was saying that um, God first, and then family. Um, and I was saying that family does not always mean that it's blood related because I consider mm-hmm. free free is uh family. She's not 
blood, but she's family. It's my sister. I love her so much. Um, but yeah, so like if you have um, a, a good friend um, or, you know, a good, a, a good family member or a good friend, that's a, you know, that's a blessing yeah. to, to help you through like uh, any situation. So for anybody out there that's going through anything, so an accident, um, you know, death. Um, I I lost my oldest brother years ago. I lost my dad. Um, but um, but yeah, through anything that um, anything that I've been through, like I said, God and family. And you always gotta you always gotta throw him in there, you know, because. I'm going to tell you, man, if he's not in your life, you know, I mean, God, you know, and I understood it as I got older. I didn't understand it before. You know, I was like, you know, there's money first. I don't see that. You know, I wasn't disrespectful, but, you know, my actions were, you know, it's like, yeah, I got to get this bread, you know, but then I realized I need God in my life. I need him to direct my steps, you know. Mm-hmm. I need him to talk to me, Let me talk to him, you know. Um and then everything else falls into place, and it really does. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes you need you just need to go to God when you're having a good, a bad day, and just thank Him for getting you through this day. Be like, mm-hmm. listen, I'm not coming to you for nothing, you know. And I remember one time on Facebook, and I think it was last year or during the pandemic. I want to say it was during the pandemic. You know, how everybody had these little challenges and everything, and I had said I I started a challenge on my Facebook page. And um, I said, yo, I want to start a new challenge. Let's check up on God. Let's talk to him and see how his day was. You know, just like, just say, hey, listen, I ain't coming to bother you about nothing. I just wanted to tell you I appreciate everything that you put me through. Let's just spend a whole day and not asking for nothing. You know, because us as parents, we get tired of our kids coming to us, and we're his children. You know, we got to look at it like that. Like, yo, come on, every day, come on. Right? You know? Right. Go on, daughter. I don't need. I don't need you coming to me every day. And and we as humans, we get like that. We like, man, come on. This kid needs this. He needs that. You know. And and God doesn't do that to us. You know. He hears us out. And he do what he can when he can. You know. And sometimes if he don't do it on your time, don't think he forgot about you. You might have to look a little more. Sometimes he might want you to do it for yourself. They're like, come on, you got enough in you. You know, I'm going to put this Goliath in front of you because I see the David in you. Let's go. Let's, let's make it happen. Oh, my gosh. You know, so um, we just got to, you know, just keep our head up. You know, always talk to somebody. Don't don't feel like, you know, you'd be surprised when you talk to somebody the stuff that they're going through. You know, you'd be surprised. You, and, and that's where we get, in, we get into a habit of we, we bottle things up. You know, everybody feels that, oh, I can't talk to nobody. The psychiatrist, the psychologist, counseling, let's make that normal. Let's make that, you know, let's make that a thing. Because you got these celebrities coming out now talking about, yeah, I'm speaking to my psychiatrist, I'm speaking to that. You know, I guess they got to make it popular first because everybody else don't think it's good to talk to nobody. 
you know, I'm going to keep this bottle in. I'm not going to say nothing to nobody. I'm going to just let it boil over. Then I'm going to commit a crime. Or I'm going to do something myself. Or, you know, that's the next time they're going to hear is when I do something myself. Nah, let's don't get that far. You know, let's get to a point where. Okay, I'm you, letting, um, I just let uh, uh, a guest in, uh, Joe. Uh, I was just in the screen room, guys. So I just let um, Joe, he was. Okay. Yeah, he was on here a few weeks ago, he said, um, when we were talking about relationships. Okay. Joe, can you hear us? Yeah. Can you hear me all right? Hey, what's yes. up, Joe? Hey, okay. Joe, what's up, man? Yeah, what's up, man? How you guys doing? I remember you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I came in and I was kind of um, against Vaughn, and I was saying that um, she was she had a she had a philosophy about yeah. what men wanted, and I said no, that's oh not what God. men wanted. Yeah, remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, yeah, we definitely remember that. Was, yeah, it's good to have you back on the show. Because y'all was talking about the hey. baby oh um, I'm yeah. stepping away for I a minute, guys. I called and asked yeah, yeah. but you guys didn't pick up the phone. So um, somebody wasn't looking at oh, the yeah. switchboard. Uh, yeah. I'm no, guessing no, no. it was Vaughn, but I'm just guessing. <laughs> I'm just guessing. No, <laughs> no. Nah, nah. What happened is, so we got, okay, so like we got a new system that we started tonight, and we're trying to figure it out. So when we started bringing people in, we couldn't figure it out. So she was trying to figure it out. But prior to that, we was having so many people calling in, trying to get in or whatever, and we was like, oh, man, we got to be fair to everybody, you know. But then at the end of the day, we can't, you know, we can't cater to everybody, you know. And I, I hope yeah. everybody will understand that. If you can't talk tonight, maybe you can talk next week or whatever, you know. Uh, you know, I'm not going to hold you up. Go ahead. What you got to say, Joe? Yeah, well, you're talking about faith. I'm an atheist, so... I thought I'd bring another okay. difference of opinion just in case you guys okay. were talking about how great religion is and stuff like <laughs> that. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't believe in God. And I don't believe in religion. I believe that it, it may, you know, you, you always hear the saying, let go and let God. Anytime yeah. I talk to somebody who believes in God and they have a problem, mm-hmm. and they can't solve the problem. Mm-hmm. They always do. Let mm. go and let God. Let's just pray. Well, I'll tell you what. Mm. In the, there's a saying that goes, leaning on the shovel while praying to God, don't get the hole dug. So mm. that means you can't just rely on this, you know, Santa Claus in the sky. You got to get up. Mm. You got to risk. You got to keep moving forward. Because if everybody yeah. goes, let go and let God, guess what? Everybody's going to get killed. Yeah. So that's me from my from my atheist perspective. And now I know that people who believe in faith, there are some times when religion does inspire people. But most of the time, mm. it, it makes people want to give up and just let God do it. And yeah. if you do that, uh, you know, you're setting yourself up for failure in my in my opinion. Yeah. And yeah, and there's times that he wants you to go out and do it, you know. And and like I said, yeah. I don't you know, I don't knock nobody for their beliefs, you know. Everybody, you know, is it, free will. 
You know, you can believe what you want to believe, and I can believe what I want to believe. You know, the problem comes in when people force or try to force their belief on other people or, or talk bad about them or talk down to them because they don't believe the same thing they don't. They do. You understand what I'm saying? So, you know, yeah. you know, I appreciate your comment, and, and you know, it has, it has validity to it, you know even for people that do believe in God, you know, because if you sit there and you hold that shovel, it's not going to dig the hole. It's not. Right. It's going to just, you're going to just fall asleep, and you're going to be standing there. When you wake up, that hole's still going to be waiting for you to be dug. That's the whole you point, know? yeah. Now, not to say yeah. that a religion, like I said, hasn't inspired people. It has. Mm-hmm. But I think for yeah. the most part, a lot of people would just go to church, come out of church, and say, let's pray. Let's pray. Yeah. Well, why don't you do yeah. more than pray? You, you know, like you were saying, you got to do more. You got to get into it. You got to organize. Yeah. You've got to get. You know, you got to risk. You have to put boots yeah. on the ground. You have to apply some elbow grease. So that's why I don't yeah. like religion. Plus the fact, what about the wars between the Christians and the Muslims, which lasted for what I hear, you know, like a hundred years. Ah. So that you know, it's frustrating. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, it's, no, it's totally understandable. But the the whole thing, it, you can I, I know like talking to certain religious people or people who just it, it can go back to what we were saying in, in the beginning of the show where it's like talking to carbon copies of people where they just repeat the same shit because they think they're supposed to say it. They think they're supposed to say, "Oh, I believe in God." They, they think they're supposed to say, uh, "Oh, I pray," and all the ones that say thoughts and prayers and God bless you and oh, I'm sending my prayers to your family for your loss and you know. They want to be the first ones on the Facebook post to say, oh, God bless you, thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers, when they're really just making it about themselves, saying, hey, look how religious I am. Hey, look, you know, I'm, look how good I am. That's where you get a lot of these, <laughs> yeah. you know, that's why religion gets a bad rap a lot of times, and it's, it's real like, all right, knock it off, you know. Uh, I think as far as the let go and let God, God gives us, he gives us the shovel, you know. That's what he'll give us. Like, if we need a shovel, that's what he'll give us. So I'm right there with you where, you know, God's not going to dig the hole for you, but he'll give you the tools to handle business. And, um, you know, as far as, like, letting go and giving it to God, that's the, that's the struggles when, when the weight becomes too heavy. Yeah, I understand, you know, you got to tie your bootstraps up or whatever the phrase is. Um, but that's kind of the part that you give to God. You know, you have all these people – it's it's like a real cliche thing to do is I only go to church on Easter and Christmas and, you know, we 40 days of Lent and all that dumb shit that people think they do. It's going to get them into heaven, man, uh, or, or whatever it is. But um, it is a real cliche thing to to just say you believe and, and make it about yourself again to, like, portray you're this good person. You know, the, the same type of person that's like, I donate blood, I give to charities. I, you know, give money to homeless people, and they make sure they record themselves doing it so that they can show the world how good of a fucking person they are. You know, that's that kind of stuff drives me nuts, but uh, you have people asking God, like, to, hey, God, please let the traffic uh, lighten up. Please let this light turn green. I'm going to be late to work. Well, you're fucking five steps behind because God gave you the ability to wake the fuck up on time. <laughs> don't Don't ask God to do like these miracles for you, you know, he gives you the tools is, is kind of, uh, that's, I think that's the majority of, and, and, and don't ask him for, you know, 
please let me let the traffic lighten up. Ask him to show you the path you're supposed to be on. You know, somebody's somebody's headset's uh, unplugged. I can hear myself through their speakers, like on their laptop or something. But uh, ask him to show you the path. Ask him to so you can see clearly. That's kind of the religion part that I'm that I'm on with it. But go ahead, Joe, or Essie or whoever. You know what got me? Yeah. There was that that famous um, evangelist, and this was during the time of uh, the pandemic. And he was, I think he was in New York, and he was talking about, you know, helping, letting God help everybody. So he came out with this statement, and this was the most, one of the most frustrating statements I've heard about God. And he was saying that God may not spare you from the storm. But God will be with you through the storm. When I heard that, I wanted to bitch slap him. Because if God can take away the storm, but still lets you suffer, then why are you even, you know, wasting your time <laughs> uh, thinking that there's a God? Because if this guy's supposed to be all-powerful, all-merciful, all-knowing, and I know the old comeback about free will, which to me is, is, is a non sequitur, it's irrelevant. But if this God, this creature who knows everything, can create the universe and allows you to feel pain when you're supposed to be one of his loving children, it doesn't make sense. So, you know, I'm frustrated with, uh, <laughs> with religion. Yeah, where do you, I, if you don't think we came from the Santa Claus in the sky. Where do you think we came from? The fact that we don't know doesn't mean that there's a God. The DNA of That's true, but atheist is saying that you don't know or that you do know. Right. Saying you're an atheist is saying that, hey, I for sure know that there is no God. But, but where well, do you think I we came from? Sure the, there is no, I know for sure there's no Christian God because the definition of the Christian God makes him not only all-powerful, it makes him all-merciful, all-knowing, all-good, all the time. That's what all means. Every time, all the time, anytime. So when you condemn somebody to hell simply because they didn't eat meat on Friday, which, is, you know, which was part of the Catholic religion, or you committed adultery, even if you commit adultery, which, which is in, it, uh, in and of itself is a social crime, it should never be done. It is not worth being condemned to hell for eternity to feel the, uh, the heat of 10,000 suns. So, no, I know there's no Christian God. Now, if you're going to talk about is there a God, hey, yeah, there could be a dozen of them around, but not the Christian God. Well, um, I'm a... Um... I, I I understand and I get what you're saying and I feel you all the way through, you know. But you got to think about other people that have gone through things in biblical times that he allowed it to happen because we're imperfect and he wanted to show that. Listen, even my 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 servants, I'm not sparing them from any issues, you know, and. You know, they said the only uh, perfect man that walked the earth was, was Jesus. The oh, yeah. thing is, is that if this person 
This God is all-powerful, all-knowing, all-merciful now, okay? All-merciful, which means he's not going to allow you to suffer intense pain, no matter what the, uh, the so-called lesson is. If he created heaven from which the archangels mm. fell in order to create Satan and hell, then he could have mm. spared us the same pain. Now, if you're going to say there's a God that exists and he's a wrathful God, mm. I can agree with that. But if you're going to say God is all-powerful, created the universe, the suns, the stars, the solar, uh, uh, the galaxies, the solar systems, the black holes, etc., but can't um, spare uh, human beings from ordinary pain and, and at the same time going to condemn them to death and at, and at that same time um, say, I love you while you're burning in hell for adultery does not make sense. Well, okay, so yes. this is what I'm going to say. Sounds a lot like George Carlin. Yeah, yeah. Oh, George so Carlin was great. <laughs> yes, he was. He was. He was. He was one of my favorite um, comedians. But this is the thing I have to say about that. Joe, are you a parent? Do you have any kids? No. Uh. Uh-uh. Okay. Do you have any siblings that have kids? No. Okay. So. Have you ever heard of a parent saying, well, he's going to have to learn the hard way? Or, oh, sure. you know what, a soft, uh, a hard head is going to make a soft ass. And, and granted, God has the power to do a whole bunch of stuff. But he still loves us, and these parents still love their kids. Even though they tell their kids, hey, a hard head is going to make a soft ass, that don't, make, that don't mean they're going to, he's going to love them less or any less. You understand what I'm saying? So... I just that's that's my personal feelings on that whole situation about um You see, but you're making Hello? a comparison between an almighty creature and a mortal. Mm. And when you have mortal children, yeah. First off you can't wave a magic wand when you're a mortal and make your kids perfect. So you have to let them go in certain ways so that they know what life is about. But at the same time, you don't say, well, I'm going to teach you a lesson. So I'm going to deliberately um, cut the brakes in your car so that you get into a car accident, have your legs cut off, so that you know what happens if you're a bad driver. That's irresponsible. When you're an almighty creature who is all good, now again, if the creature is not all good and is, and is wrathful, but not all good, I can understand it. But if you're all good, you do not allow anybody, anything, to suffer an immense amount of pain. And you don't condemn them to hell. Yeah. Well, the condemning to hell, I think that's more the Catholic priests teaching and saying, you know. And is is you know, they, they I, that's another subject we could talk about another time, you know. Well, is it, is but, it just um, uh, confined to the Catholic religion? Don't the other Christian uh, faith, like Presbyterian, prom, maybe not the Protestants, but Presbyterian, Holy Rollers, the Baptists? Oh, yeah. They, but, you know, a lot of times people um, also use religion to scare people. They use religion for a scare tactic, you know? So 
um, it, 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 I think it's more so people just using them, using religion as a scare tactic to get their 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 agenda because everybody wants that mighty dollar. Everybody wants that 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 um that tithing, you know. But so what we're gonna do is um hello. I think hello. That might be. Hey Joe, we're gonna have to mute yeah. you, buddy, because we're getting feedback from the um the the mics, and we was trying to figure oh, it yeah, out. I'll put, a, I'll put myself <laughs> I'll, I'll put myself on mute, and that should take care of it. I, these are brand new earbuds, so I don't know what the uh, problem is, but I'm gonna put myself on mute. Okay, appreciate it, man. Thanks for the, the comment yeah, right. too, as well, my brother. Yeah, thanks for coming on the show, Joe. That, yeah, we we should probably have another topic about about this at some point too. Uh, another another yeah. episode talking about is God real? And uh, you know, I, you know, I think one of the things about it too is that like. You know, we can't prove he's real, but nobody can prove that he isn't. And, you know, we can all have theories yeah. and have, like, adult conversations. There is one fact for sure, though, that no matter where we come from, every single person on this planet comes from the same exact place, the same fucking place, and nobody alive knows where that is. We can all agree <laughs> on that. Anything else yeah. besides that is semantics. It's just back and forth, like, hey, let's fucking everyone, let's go to I'm right dot com and pull up every fact we can think of or that we can to, to try to prove our point. But nobody is going to find the correct answer because nobody knows. You know, are there? Yeah. There are definitely some uh, inconsistencies with with everything. With religion, yes. With science, yes. It's there's inconsistencies everywhere. Yeah. So. Because yeah, you know good, what's uh, crazy? The the biggest up? the biggest thing that I've heard somebody make a comment about, and I have to you know I had to agree. He said, if Jesus was a carpenter, why is there no proof of any of his work? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe he wasn't a very good carpenter. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let me take issue with one of the statements, (laughs) and uh, the statement is of you can't prove otherwise. You can't prove something doesn't exist. It's not up to the person to prove that something does not exist. It's up to the person who's making the claim that something does exist to prove it. You can't say, you know what, I am Superman, and then somebody says, you don't look like Superman, and I better fire took a knife and stabbed you in the chest, um, I, don't, I don't think Superman would bleed. And the guy says, I am Superman, and it's up to you to prove I'm not. But right now, yeah. I have to get, uh, I have to fly away, <laughs> you know, so that he doesn't get stabbed. <laughs> so it's, it's not mm-hmm. up to the person to say, Santa Claus does not exist. It's up to the person to say, hey, you know what, Santa Claus does exist. It's up to them to prove it. Like those people who say, I was abducted by Martians. It's not up to me to say you weren't abducted by Martians. <laughs> it's up to you to prove that you were, because you're the one making the claim. Yeah. And I get it. Yeah. You know, I get it all day, you know. But 
Um, that that definitely sounds like a subject that we should have uh, another conversation about at a later date. Um, we and this, and this time flies so quick, ladies and gentlemen. But we've come to the end of the show tonight. Um, facts. Do you have anything you have or you want to say before we close it out? No, we're good to go. Just uh, we got the website coming up here soon. Uh, just be sure to, uh, if you want to push this show a little bit farther, please go ahead and get on, uh, you know, Apple Podcasts, all that iHeartRadio, the whole nine, Spotify, and leave us a review. Leave us a five star review if you like the show, or feel free to talk shit, whatever you feel like doing. But uh, leaving us a review <laughs> helps us a lot. And uh, again, the website will be up soon. We'll have a lot more. We got a lot more good stuff coming in store. So. Uh, I appreciate everybody tuning in, and I definitely appreciate Joe coming on. It's always good to to hear his uh, point of view. So, yeah, Joe, well, appreciate thanks. you, man. I'd be glad to come on back. <laughs> <laughs> nice, definitely. Man. But before we we end the show, I want to you know personally thank Facts because you were you were really there for me, my brother, through a real rough time. And I appreciate it. I know I've said it in the past and everything else, but, you know, love you like a brother, man. And I appreciate everything that you did for me and always being there, you know. Even if it was early in the morning, you know, you dropped me off, go find parking, and they come in the doctor's office. Stop it growling. You know, I appreciate it, my brother, you know. Wow. Well, you've been there for me too, wow. and and you're always welcome. And I love you too, man. And uh, there's no need for thanking me, man. You, you do the same for me, and you've been there for me too, man. Like I said, so it's really nothing, nothing to it, man. So I'm just I'm glad you're you're here, and I liked hearing your. I appreciate you sharing the story today, man. And um, you know, it's a real deep topic, and um, so it definitely took some some balls to tell your story, and and I know you said it to help. Also, other people understand that, hey, man, there's, you know, yeah. you know, even if it'd be hard for them to like without knowing you, you know, and, and the type of individual, like the toughest man walking the planet type thing. Uh, they have no clue. Um, you know, the, talking about Superman, you know, SC is about as close as it as it got to that. Um, I've seen him throw NFL players across a bar, you know, and um, so that's. You know, uh, thank you for sharing that story, man. So we'll have to we'll have to talk about that another time too. But it's all love, yeah, man. I, I have, you know, it was crazy too. And then I'm gonna let us go. Um, this was the first time since the accident that I was able to talk straight through and not get emotional, where I didn't feel like I had to fight back some tears or fight back uh, the pain, the hurt. You know, so I don't know if it's if it's the time for me to really tell the story on a, a bigger platform. You know, not to say that you are the trail platform ain't big enough, but <laughs> you can always you can always hit other stages with it. You know, so all right, guys, we appreciate everybody that tuned in tonight. I'm gonna turn it over to the host of the show. Can I thank somebody? I'd like to thank Yvonne for bringing up her opinion about men 
um, so that it will allow me to come in and disagree with us. Because I, I enjoyed myself that night. Thank you, Yvonne. Good. Yeah, we had a great hey, time. We'll have many night. more shows like that. Yeah. We, you know what? We still talk about that show. Like, between us, we talk. Yeah, we do. <laughs> uh, I can just imagine the client right, saying, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining the show, and uh, y'all have a good rest of your night. Thanks for coming in. All right, guys. Good night. All right. Good, good night, night, all. Good night.